You're listening to Rama for Today. And three brave souls waded through unbelief neck deep down there and sat down on the altar. And then they invite me to come. He's been filling them full of unbelief for an hour and a half in his preaching and altar call. And you come, no chance to get any word in them and lay hands on them and get them healed, which is virtually impossible because you've got to wade through unbelief neck deep to get down there. And then after you get down there, to lay hands upon them instead of the ministers that's there backing you up. And if they do get close enough, you can feel their hot breath of unbelief on your neck. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Keys to Successful Christian Living, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But for many, many years, till we started the Rama Bible Training Center, uh, we were constantly on the road and in ministry teaching, usually thing every day and preaching every night, just around the clock. I went for years and didn't take off maybe just, just a week at Christmas time. And then the very next Sunday after Christmas, I'd hit it again. And for many years, I went like that. I'd preach uh, so many times and teach. I like to hear others. Now, I'd feed my own spirit on the Word of God and feed by reading. And sometimes just spend all night long, you see, uh, reading books as well as the Bible. But I don't, you know, I never had the privilege to, to listen to a lot of folks because I just am speaking all the time myself. And even yet, I speak 11 times usually every single week. Well, it takes preparation to speak 11 times every single week because I teach a class in this auditorium three times a week right now, first-year students, and two times a week of second-year students. So every morning I have a Bible lesson here for students. And then each afternoon when I'm here, I teach healing school. And then I teach, so that's five days a week, two times is 10, and use the thing I carry this service here on Sunday night. So that's 11 times. Well, you speak on 11 different subjects, week in and week out. It takes time, it takes preparation. I, I like to hear others speak, I don't get to too often. But sometimes, I'll be honest with you, in, in hearing others supposedly preaching the gospel, I'm appalled at how little gospel there is in it or truth that there is in it. I remember some time ago, now this is before we started Rainbow Bible Training Center, we're out full time on the road. Uh, we, as usual thing, in church meetings, do not have a Saturday night service. And so uh, the pastor said to me, Brother Hagin, I'm going over and visit a certain meeting that was in progress uh, and such a place, would you like to go with me? I was traveling alone at that time. I said, with my wife and I, and I said, oh yeah, I'd like to go. You know, I want to hear that evangelist. This man was one of, well, he was the number one top evangelist in that part of the country for that full gospel denomination. So my wife, well, my wife wasn't with me, so I went with that man and his wife over there to visit that service. 
Well, of course, the pastor there acknowledged that we were there. He had us to say a little word or two, you know. And they've got into the service. And uh, the evangelist, uh, he finally took his text and he preached. But when he began to give the altar call, I'll tell you, mix so much unbelief in with it, it's no wonder to me it didn't anybody respond. You see, he had to, because he had special singers along with him in the evangelistic team. And they were singing and he invited sinners to come to the altar to be saved. And he kept saying, you know, you can't never tell, this might be your night. Well, I thought about what the Bible said. Today is the day of salvation. Now, I'd tell folks, this is your night. Come on, get it. <laughs> Amen. And then nobody came. You couldn't hardly blame them for not coming because he told them they might not get saved anyway because it might not be their night. <laughs> now, it's funny. It sounds funny, dear friends, but it, it, it would be funny if it wasn't so pathetic. And so then he had them to sing another verse and nobody came. And, and, and he encouraged folks to come and they still didn't. Finally he said, well, let's sing one more verse. And you know, said, come on, give God a chance. Well, you're not giving God a chance anything. He's already done something about it. Notice the text said that he hath blessed us, not going to, he has. He's already sent Jesus. Jesus already died. Jesus already shed his blood. Praise God forevermore. He's already been raised from the dead. Hasn't he? Amen. He offers you a gift. Remember that Romans 6, 23 said, the wages of sin is death, but the gift, the gift of God is eternal life. Come and receive the gift. Hallelujah. And then he went on to give his own experience. Now, it's all right to refer to experience if it's in line with the Word of God. But I'll be honest with you, in hearing a lot of testimonies a lot of times, I'm appalled at how many times the testimony and the experience is out of line with the Word of God and, and, and fosters unbelief and doubt and hindrance instead of help and faith. So he went on to give his experience of being saved. He said, I had to pray three days and nights before I could get God in the notion of saving me. Now that's what he said. I immediately thought about what the Bible said. You didn't have to get to God in the notion of saving. The Bible said Christ was as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. God was in the notion of saving him way before the foundation of the world. He didn't have to talk God in the notion of saving him. Sometimes when it comes to healing, people think the same thing. I've heard folks say that. Well, if God takes a notion, he'll heal you. If he don't, he won't. No, he's already done something about your healing. We'll see that in just a moment. So this fellow said, I had to pray three days and three nights before I could get God in the notion of saving me. He had him to sing another song, invite people to come, and nobody came. I didn't blame him. Dear Lord, he just got through telling them it might not be their night anyway. And if they might pray three days and night and still not be saved. So I might many of them thought, why the effort? So they didn't come. You, you wouldn't hardly blame them for coming. And uh, not coming. And then he said, well, I'll tell you what. He said, there's been some folks that's been seeking the Holy Ghost during this meeting, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you understand. He said, now hadn't anybody received? I could well understand why. <laughs> but he said, there's been several seekers. So you, you folks come on said, you can't tell this might be your night. But friends, the Holy Ghost belongs to folks, praise God. Amen. Are you listening to me? And so 
They didn't anybody come. They sang a song. He said, well, sing another verse now. Come on, you folks have been seeking God. You know, I know it's a getting late, all right. He looked at his watch. It's getting late. But he said, after all, more people have received the Holy Ghost after midnight than any other time. <laughs> well, if folks got the Holy Ghost after midnight, it's because they didn't believe God before midnight. <laughs> you know, God's not any different after midnight than he is before midnight. He's always the same, isn't he? Now, the thing about it, see, all of these man-made ideas is the thing that hinders people and fills them full of unbelief. So I guess it was so late anyway, they thought, well, these folks have been seeking the Holy Ghost, said, this is Saturday night, you know, and they got to get up and come to Sunday school and church in the morning. And he said, they probably have to wait until after midnight anyway, and then might not get it, so they just didn't respond. So they sing the final verse, and he said, I'll tell you what. Now, here is the leading evangelist for a full gospel denomination in his part of the country. He's the number one. And so he said, I'll tell you what. Now, now Brother Hagin is here with Brother so-and-so, this pastor, you know. He has a reputation of praying for the sick and getting them healed. Yeah, I'll tell you what, said, if any of you folks need healing, you come sit down on the altar and I'll have Brother Hagin come lay his hands on you. said, I don't ever pray for the sick myself. I don't much believe in it. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not making it up. <laughs> and three brave souls <laughs> waded through unbelief neck deep <laughs> down there and sat down on the altar. And then they invite me to come. <laughs> He's been filling them full of unbelief for an hour and a half in his preaching and altar call and you come, no chance to get any word in them and lay hands on them and get them healed, which is virtually impossible because you've got to wade through unbelief neck deep to get down there. And then after you get down there to lay hands upon them instead of the ministers that's there backing you up, and if they do get close enough, you can feel their hot breath of unbelief on your neck. And then, of course, you don't get them healed. And then they go off, say, now that's the way with them healing evangelists. They claim so much, you know, and I hadn't prayed for the sick in my meeting, didn't anybody get anything. I guess not. I mean, if the Lord Jesus Christ himself had been there, he wouldn't have been able to help them. I know the Bible said so, because in Mark 6, 5, it says there in his hometown, and he could there do no mighty work, and he marveled because of their unbelief. If unbelief hindered him then, it'll hinder him now. Well, thank God for those things that belong to us. Can you say amen? amen. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Gift. See that word gift? Gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation is a gift. Faith comes by acting on the Word of God. We act on the Word. We take Jesus as our Savior. We confess Him as our Lord. And we receive everlasting or eternal life that moment. You see, God makes it so plain for people to receive. You remember Romans, the 10th chapter, the 9th and 10th verses, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 
Isn't that talking about being saved? He's not talking to people that's already saved, is he? So that's written to sinners then, isn't it? Tells them exactly what to do. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, the margin says Jesus as Lord. That means you confess he's your Lord because you've taken him as your Savior. Confessed him as your Lord. And when you do, you receive eternal or everlasting life. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagan, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for $19.95. That's $10.90 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And you can go to rhema.org and you can find out all about us. Uh, You can uh, subscribe to the Word of Faith. Uh, There are also uh, archived conference videos there. You can listen to Rhema for Today, the radio broadcast. Right. Everything there on rhema.org. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Keys to Successful Christian Living. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.